Welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Carrie is the fucking worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast. Hosted by Joe Daniel Montalongo and Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Sick. Hi, everybody. This is Derek Armstrong. Thank you so much for tuning in to I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Here are my special guests, Joe Daniel and Paige. Oh Thank God. you so much for having us on today. Hi. You're welcome. I've definitely been here this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, everybody, to I Couldn't Help But Podcast. We have a special guest, and we are so excited for Derek, who designed our logo to be joining us before he goes and moves to LA on us. So sad. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's a pleasure being here. How much of a pleasure? Like one to 10? Well, I thought you were gonna pleasure me later. So right now I'm at a two. Okay, so later you'll be at a three. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking I might go down to a one, but yeah, sure. Who could ever like never really know, you know? (laughs) So you guys, we are, um, re, well, actually we should do like a special relationship. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, you want to take I'm like more looking, time? I keep looking at Joe. Like, um, at some point you're going to interrupt me. And well, I was going to, but I was like, no, I always interrupt. I'm going to let you have your moment. And There's a lot like, of really beautiful dry. visual cues that are happening <laughs> that are going to work really well on the podcast. Yes, That's what we sure. do. We're known yeah. for two things: talking shit and just being garbage. Ooh, yeah. I'm in the right place. <laughs> Uh, before we get to that, welcome to our first Wednesday episode. Ooh. We're so excited to be making the leap from Monday to Wednesdays. Yes, we hope that uh, you are able to listen a little bit more on Wednesdays. You've got all of your crap taken care of for your job, so it's time to relax and listen to our podcast. As long as it's not a Tuesday, because that's when my favorite murder mini episodes come out. That's when fucking new Love Struck episodes come out. That's when fucking... Stop advertising other podcasts that you're not getting paid to advertise. Uh, no, here's the thing. I believe in free promotion. Listen, I listened to my favorite murder this morning on the way Listen to work, my love so my it's fine. Uh-huh. They're my favorite gals. I've been trying so many new podcasts, and I'll listen to one, and I'll be like, nope, don't like it. Me and Paige will just update each other. We're like, have you heard this new one? Have you heard this new one? And if we haven't, we start listening to it, and then we're like, yes or no, yes or no, yes or no. Got it. Mm-hmm. Mostly 51 first dates. We like live text each other during that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you heard about that one? No. It's uh, two Hi, girls I'm in New York. Kimmy. <laughs> Hi, and I'm Liza. This um, is 51 first dates pod. And what we do, no, they're really great people. I've actually learned a lot from them. Me and Paige are texting each other their topics. But uh, one of their girls is single and she's in New York. So she's going on 51 first dates with everybody and then talking about her experiences dating in New York. And this is taking what, like three days for her to do this? No, surprisingly, she's having like a hard time. (laughs) (laughs) What does she look like? Oh, sorry. Oh, no, she's We love her. She's cute. She's super cute. They're just trying to play against like certain types because she only does like financial dude bros. And she's like, no, we want to like meet different people, meet them in different ways, not always online, sometimes through friends. So it's just like the setting up. Okay, got it. Okay. And it's oh, listen, that sounds cool. Yeah, it's cute. Um, but Anyways, back to this podcast. Yeah. Oh, are we doing a podcast? Yeah, we're okay. actually doing a podcast. We're right actually going to start the 51 First States Review podcast. So <laughs> how, instead of like watching a TV episode and then reviewing it <laughs> or going over Just, it, we're going to listen to their podcast and then review their episodes. To be fair, though, all this podcast is doing is judging the Sex and the City girls' dates. It's so true. let's judge real life girls' dates. <laughs> oh my God. 
<laughs> That's the next thing. That's yeah. the next step up. Next Boom. Thing. Clap. Sound Hollywood. Like Done. Done. But for now, we are <laughs> My entire doing... butt's hanging out of these pants. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're so funny. All right. For now, we are doing season three, episode two, Politically Erect. Uh, so, Joe Daniel, do you want to start us off with what's happening? What's, ha- what's happening in this episode? Yeah. Like, I would love to. How about you buy me three seconds of time and I'll tell you exactly what happened <laughs> in this episode. Somebody forgot their notes. Okay, so... Um, well, no, I was just going to read the synopsis. It's yeah. not like you've seen this episode 600 well, times. Well, yeah, but like if we're going to go through it, we can go through it. Or That's I true. We do need to do the synopsis. Okay, so here's the synopsis. Politically Erect, season, episode two, season three. Ran by Darren Starr, directed by Michael Patrick King. All hail the king. Synopsis. Carrie makes the most of the campaign trail. Charlotte throws a used date party. Steve wants Miranda all to himself. Samantha reaches new heights with her latest beau. Wow. You're yeah. welcome. It almost feels like not that much happened because it was so vapid, but I know that that much did happen mm-hmm. in the episode. And it was still that vapid. It was still was pretty vapid. Still pretty vapid. So they open with, um, with... Carrie on the campaign trail with her new boyfriend. Uh, dressed like Jackie O. Yeah, she specifically do not forget. Dressed yes. like Jackie O. Like an eighties Jackie O. <laughs> Which is garbage and nasty. <laughs> it's really pretty terrible. And like they're all just the big flowers on everything. Oh, and just God. this season I feel like she's wearing giant brooches on everything and giant flowers her on everything. Her outfits are really loud. And it's like, this isn't even the season where you're pregnant and trying to hide something. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? She's hiding the hickeys. Obviously. Obviously. But also, she's living my best life. Because ever since <laughs> I saw it in Scandal, where Olivia Pope was hooking up with the president as he was running for, like, well, on his campaign trail. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want that so bad. And now, fucking, Carrie has it. With the controller of New York City. The comptroller. The comptroller. He does not control New York City. <laughs> the the comptroller. So yeah, so John Slattery of Madman fame. Oh, um, so God. hot. But he's, yeah, a comptroller. I had to look it up. I had to look up what a comptroller Tell was. Tell us what he does. It's basically the city accountant. That's the most boring fucking job ever. Why do you even want to run for that? Because you care about the city. But do you really care about the city? Because you're basically in charge of, like, making sure that people pay their parking tickets. Yeah. So you just, like, to be a big asshole. Yeah, it's just boring. Like, it's... a big asshole. Like, like you're, you're in politics, Rosebud. but barely. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you're, you're just, you're, like, the nerdy part of politics, you know? That's the best part of politics to be. People can't hate you. Well, I guess if you're the big asshole in charge of parking tickets, then you do. But can I just say there was one line where I literally laughed out loud where Carrie said, he's adept at politics and I'm adept at fashion. So we're like perfect for each other. But one, her outfits are horrible. And two, he's a comptroller. So neither of them are adept at anything. That's why they're perfect for each other. Because they both think they're grander than they are. Oh, good point. You're welcome. Oh, it's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then we we go to uh, Steve and Miranda walking down the street. As they often do. It's weird. They work on their fitness together. That's a good... Like, have you guys ever been to New York? No. Literally, if you need to go three blocks, like we live in Reno and we could drive three blocks, but there you cannot. So you're just constantly walking. Yeah. Which I mean is totally fair. And I think they're coming from like food. So I don't (laughs) think they're working on their fitness at all. There you go. That's how you work it off. Like you don't gain anything, but you don't lose anything. You just balance yourself out. I don't know if that's true. 
Like, I literally go from an all-you-can-eat buffet into a car, into bed. Like, that shit does not get worked out. <laughs> the least I could do is walk a little bit, but I take the elevator three flights up, and then I'm done. See, Gone. yeah. This is sushi coma is real. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. Where mm. you just want to lay down and take a nap. But I think walking after food is more, like, cramp-inducing than fitness-inducing. Like, I don't think you're working any of it off. I think you're just <laughs> pissing your body the fuck off. <laughs> That's what I like to do. Join the list, body. Probably great. Um, and so anyway, Steve, adding to uh, <laughs> stomach problems for Miranda, says that he wants to be exclusive. Ugh, and I Miranda doesn't. Miranda doesn't think that she wants it. Because Miranda's biggest thing in this episode is like, well, what if something better comes along? I don't want to be exclusive with Steve yeah. and then have something better come along. To which I so want to yell, there's nothing better than Steve. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You don't deserve Steve. Derek Jamie has bad visual cues. I just am so lost. And it, this is the problem that I've always had with Sex in the City, which is a great show and I love it, but it's clearly female characters written by a gay Men. male. Mm-hmm. Well, a gay male specifically. But what I want to know is why is monogamy the like end point? The like, I love you, you love me, now we have to be monogamous. Why can't they just love each other? Does See, that is that like crazy? Am I off base? Well, I feel like at the time too. Yeah, that's, that's true. A, like we have two episodes on polyamory, mm-hmm. standalone episodes, because there was no. I mean, there was no mention. There of was it. there was no mention of polyamory on the podcast. There's no mention of polyamory until very recently. Right, and so it's. It was too. It was too taboo for Sex in the City, which is wild. So that's how far out of their limit that was. Yeah, I mean, we talked about peeing on someone in this episode, but we did not talk about how you can have like an open enough heart to to love two people. Well, maybe Steve not even kind at of the same time took that as a, for the most part, super generalized. Girls are the ones that are more into monogamy instead right. of polyamory. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "This is how much I want to show you that I'm committed to you. I want to commit to you. Like, I don't want to play these little games. Like, I love you and I want to be here for you." Miranda's kind of the one that's like. I don't know how I feel about that just yet. But I think she's kind of a superhero. I mean, she does so much in her life. I love Miranda, by the way. I know that I'm on the right podcast for this. But (laughs) she just, it like didn't even cross her mind. I have a quote from her. What did I do Tell us this quote. I'm trying to find the quote. Oh my God, (laughs) I can't find it. But I do have judgmental faggot as a note. I don't remember what that meant. Oh, the guy at the party. Anyways, we'll get there. We'll get there. Spoilers. Um, Sorry, my bad. Spoiling our own podcast. Um, About this show that's been out for 37 and a half years. Where she said, oh, it's literally in my note where I have Miranda as a superhero. Um, (laughs) Where she didn't even think about it. Like, she was with him and she was happy with him and they were having sex and they were going out to dinner and doing all these things, but she literally didn't even think to have the monogamy conversation. That's a real person. That's a real character. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's important. Miranda's a well-written character who is constantly consistent. She's always because she is a gay man. She's not a woman written by a gay man. She's just a gay man played by a female. It's really it is true. And coming from a a female perspective, honestly, like there is still that kind of mindset of monogamy is end game. Mm -hmm. Like I'm in a relationship right now that is. I mean, it technically is monogamous in the sense that we're not seeing anybody else, but we have the option to see other people and we know that it is not 
a long-lasting relationship. Like, it's nothing that's, like, we're, we, we're not picking out China patterns, you know. We're right. we're just being happy in the moment with each other. The person you're dating is, like, crying listening to this. You're like, oh, <laughs> right. my God, that's not where I thought we were. No, he's totally, <laughs> we've talked about this, and it's total like, and it's, but it's great. It's beautiful because yeah. we get to live in the moment instead of, like, constantly being like, oh, my God, end game, end game. And I have this conversation with girlfriends where... I talk about how, you know, getting out of a relationship, I only know how to do relationship with a capital R. And so I'm trying my hardest to do a relationship with a lowercase r. And because I am currently not really having sex with this guy and we're just in a relationship, uh, my friend the other day was like, you're not doing a lowercase r, you're not doing an uppercase r. Like, you're doing a cursive r. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. (laughs) Those are beautiful, though. Those are the most uh, beautiful R's. Right. Have you seen a Russian R? I haven't. The backwards one? Oh, no. They're just Like, Russian cursive? Oh, no. Is delicious. And then the Russian R's are gorgeous. Wow. I think I've shown you before. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before because I'm obsessed with Russian cursive. All I'm imagining is, like, a thick Russian type face with the backwards R, but it's, like, in this, like, bold, like, almost <laughs> like it looks like it's painted on concrete. It's just angry. They're yeah. literal yeah. squiggles. Like, the ones that you just draw when you're on the phone with someone, you have a pen in your hand, and you just, like, make circles up and down, up and down the entire right. time. That's exactly what it gorgeous. is. But it's completely, like, a language. It's legible, and you wow. can break it apart and read and it's delicious but anyways back to what Paige said anyways yeah I think the important thing that you said though the like big thing that stuck out in my mind was we talked about it we've discussed it we were open with each other that is so important and talking about this episode literally no one with their significant other was willing to be open and talk to them Mm. Miranda even totally skirted the issue and refused to discuss it with him yeah and that's I mean I I'm the one of the only women that I know that can have this kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Every other person, it's either just straight up fucking or... Which there's nothing wrong with. Or monogamous, capital R relationship. But you should know where you stand, regardless of what, what kind of thing right. you're doing. You should know yeah. where you stand. Yeah. Exactly. And that a lot of women are... A lot of people, I should say, yeah. are extremely bad at communication. I How are you in your relationships? Do you communicate well? Do you do Me? people kind of know what they're getting into? Yeah. <laughs> do they know what they're getting into? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> um, I I do try to be as as open as I as I possibly can, but I have not been in many long term committed relationships, and it's usually because when I am honest with how I. Because I'm not afraid to tell you exactly how I feel right now. But for a lot of people, that hits really hard. And I don't ever mean it to. Yeah. And so having a monogamy conversation for me is very difficult. Um, and I typically, in relationships, will be monogamous out of fear and respect for the other person. Because I know that if I broach that issue, it would just... They're like, I'm done. We quit. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, to me, my in my ideal relationship, and I do have, like, one long-term relationship that I've had for a while that's kind of long distance and is not serious at all, and it's the best one that I've ever had. Because there's nothing where I would be like, hey, I did this, this happened, you know, where he would be like, what? <laughs> Literally nothing. Nothing. I could be like, I peed on a politician. <laughs> and he would be like, great. Did you take video? And I would have, and I would send them. Oh, God fucking bless. But it would never escalate further than it is right now. Right. 
Which, in my terms, is fine. It'll probably go on the rest of my life. So, but we'll never get married. Yeah, it'll never be monogamous. But I don't think that that's the end game. Yeah, and that's so. It's hard. It's hard for people. There's a lot of people that can't be honest and can't be strong like that. And well, it's easy to be open when you look like me. Are you going to post a picture of me? Because I'm not worried. Yeah, (laughs) at all. I'm just joking. I'm totally fucking with you. Yeah, you'll you'll see when we post this. Derek's beautiful. (laughs) I look terrible today. You're gonna see the North Star and two gremlins. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he has absolutely no problem with it. Whereas I'm like, yeah, my personality rocks, bitches. (laughs) Like, I look like shit and I act like shit. Like, there's no going back for this. That's why I'm happy where I am. And the people that are like me, they genuinely like me because there's no redeeming qualities here. See, in my relationship right now, I am not the pretty one. It's really rough. I made like a Remington Steel reference today. Because <laughs> I was like, don't hold my shit for me. Like, I have to pull my own weight. And he was like, no, you're here to be pretty. And I'm like, what the fuck are you here for? <laughs> I'm like, listen, I have to bring something to the relationship. You're the pretty one. <laughs> It's really hard. Well, I think that that's so interesting, too, because that happened in this episode with Samantha and the guy that she's been seeing. Can we move on to that? Yeah, yeah of course so we can. It's kind of in chronological order. So, um, yeah, we can. Let's. First of all, I just want to say mm-hmm. that the conversation that the girls have over, you know, their basic meal is completely disgusting. It's garbage. It's so... It makes me embarrassed to be a woman. That they want to talk about politics that way and, like, make fun of it. And I get that it's a quip fest. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, and it's funny. But also, they should be taking that kind of thing seriously. Because, hello, ladies. Look at where we are right now. Mm-hmm. You did this. Y'all got white women of, like, fucking thing for that. Thank you. But it is the sign of the times. Because... It literally, and you guys have been on Facebook for how long? Five years, seven years, ten years, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. When did people start talking about this? When it got so fucked up that we have to talk about it. In the 90s, it was like, ooh, Bill Clinton, smooth sailing. Nothing's happening. Right. Until Bush. And then we were all like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. Jet fuel can't melt still beans. (laughs) Sorry, this is not a conspiracy theory podcast. Don't even get me started. But they didn't care. Women did not care. Right. Men didn't care. No, nope. yeah. Nobody cared. Yeah, nobody cared. And it's true. What they said is that, like, for the most part, shit's going to run smooth no matter what if the person is good looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton was an absolute shit show of a person. Yeah. Nothing about his politics, but just who he was as a person. Mm-hmm. He was a complete asshole, disrespected women, the whole thing. And the country was fine. Everything went well because he was a good figurehead, Mm -hmm. which is what technically the president is. And right now we have a literal trash can on fire as Mm -hmm. a figurehead. No, sorry, I don't know if you're Trump supporters who listen. I doubt you are. No, 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 no. No, there's no Trump supporters here. Sorry, Neil. Um. (laughs) But yeah, it's just the the whole conversation was like pandering and offensive and I fucking hated it. So, I just all I want to say about that. Is there room in this show, do you think, for them to get real? Never. Because, like, they try to get real about, like, sex and relationships, that's totally fair, but about the outside world that doesn't just revolve around, like, I want to find true love. Like, is there, do you think they, this show would have lasted as long as it did, or kept the audience that it did, if it tried to get real about certain things? Or would it have become, like, Glee, where they're like, this time we're going to tackle suicide through song. This time we're going to talk <laughs> about politics. Get through song, domestic abuse. We're gonna sing "Cell Block Tango" from Chicago. 
But it's interesting that you bring up Glee because no, Glee did not work. Mm-hmm. It ran yeah. straight into the ground. But yeah, I think yes. I think that the answer is yes. I think that a real woman, a, a fully realized female character, no matter what she goes through, has something to say. And a lot of times in the show, it totally skirts the fact that they are very successful women. Mm-hmm. They're all successful. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't show them at work being no. bosses. Never. or Almost never. No. Yeah. It shows them in materialistic ways that mm-hmm. cater to women, which is like, oh, I make I so bought, much money, I have these clothes. Yeah, I bought all these Jimmy Choo's. I overspent mm-hmm. on Jimmy Choo's. Oh, we can afford to go get all those martinis and things. Right. Yeah, it's never like, oh, I, but one of the biggest episodes was Miranda getting her own house. And everyone's like, you're going to live by here by yourself? Is there a guy attached to your thing? Right. Which was a good episode because she was mm-hmm. like, no, I'm doing this by myself. And that was the one time that something like that happened. But also yeah. the fact that you're like, if you and I, if I bought a house mm-hmm. and you questioned the fact that I would one, be able to afford it to be able to like <laughs> stand living by myself, I would be offended because you know me. Yeah. I know Miranda and I know that she could do whatever the fuck she wants. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't question And she does do whatever the fuck she, she wants. She does. Yeah, I would be like, bitch, you're getting a house. Let's get a housewarming party. But, How are we going to decorate yeah. it? Like, Swingers I would never. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but even like getting my place that we are currently in now is the first place that I have lived in alone by myself in my entire life. I've always lived with somebody. And it's really a shame because I can't put anything on the walls because there's asbestos. But if there was, I would be decorating this shit, like, the way that I want to and... Like, so the Veronica be... Mars poster is either, one, immune to asbestos, or two, <laughs> worth the asbestos. It, okay, so there are two existing nails that oh, okay. were already in the wall. <laughs> And that is how my prayer flags are hanging, and that's how Veronica is hanging. Okay. So All that's right. the only reason why she is up. Perfect. Otherwise, she'd be right here set up against this wall. Mm-hmm. Underneath the air She would be full-on carry status, leaning up against my bookshelf. That's chic. Gorgeous. Yeah. That is super chic. Mm-hmm. Isn't your house decorated that way? I have a lot of stuff that is propped on things up against the wall. Yeah. But it's also because I have a nasty habit of hanging so much. I hang so much on my walls that when I I just moved and I took everything off my walls and I had like 600 holes because I also <laughs> won't use a level. So I'll just put a hole in the wall and then it won't be right and then I'll take What the is nail your out. fucking problem? <laughs> my problem is that I can just fill the fucking holes when I'm done. Yeah. yeah but that's like terrible. so much work. Oh, yeah. Beauty uh, knows no pain. <laughs> I'm gonna one day command strip and just take all of my art out of storage and just that's do, a good idea. do it up anyway. Do you want it works. Help? Yes. Do you want some help? We'll yeah. go get all of your stuff. Yeah, we'll do it. I tomorrow. will put so many holes in these fucking walls. <laughs> so we can't put holes in the walls. I'm ready to we'll die. die. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if this is if this is the way we go, this is the way we go. It's gonna be a live recording. Yeah. And it's gonna be us talking shit and then us slowly just like getting faint and faint. And, and then we're dead. And then we're dying. When you die of asbestos poisoning, do you... I know it's, like, all in your lungs. Do you see, like, colors? So, it's a very slow death. We would all die when we were, like, 50. Of mesothelioma. But then we could yeah. call that line on the <laughs> television where it's like, have you been affected by mesothelioma? I was out with one of my friends. Someone was like, you look familiar. Do I know you from somewhere? And out of nowhere, probably because I had, like, three or four drinks of me, I was like, well, that depends. Do you or one of your loved ones suffer from mesothelioma? <laughs> And they were just like, were you in that commercial? And I just walked away. <laughs> you bitch! And I was like, where did this come from? But that's my introductory line for anything ever at any given point from now on. Oh my, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Welcome so to the Asbestos Podcast. Right. 
this is what we do. We, we talked about how garbage we are. This is what right. we do. And I try and get everybody back on track. So uh, Miranda makes a list of pros and cons yes. um, of Steve. So she, she can decide whether or not she wants to continue dating him, which is dumb, but whatever. <laughs> um, and then I have like all in caps, height difference in relationships. The basis of this question is that Samantha's at a bar and she meets this guy with a really fucked up nose, but it's okay because love knows nothing. He's still handsome. He's be I'll handsome. be the first to say he's mm-hmm. still handsome. He, his forehead and his nose, there is no differentiation between the two. It's a nice little Neanderthal slope. Oh yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> he is 100% like chroma. What's that word? What's the one in between? Chromagnum. Thank mm-hmm. you. I don't know words. Um, <laughs> science. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, but he ends up standing up, and he's, like, maybe a foot shorter than her. Maybe a foot and a half. She says that he reaches his nipples, which was an exaggeration, because later we see him, he's, like, at least under a chin. But there were multiple shots of him being multiple different heights. It's true. Yeah, they (laughs) fucked that up. Well, maybe it's just, like, an interpretation. Like, we never really know. We just know he's shorter. There were a lot of angles, too, where they shot over her shoulder down on him. So he literally looked like he was a four-year-old child that (laughs) she was scolding. Yes. It was really... The camera angles, the Texan hair, like, this... This episode was weird. The Texan hair. But it's by our two guys. It's Darren Star and Michael Patrick King. Yeah, so double, double your... Never mind. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> but yes, that Samantha has an <laughs> Samantha has an issue with how short he is, so that leads us to the question. Which, yeah, height difference in relationships. Like, how much shorter are you willing to go? Like, as dudes, it's not as big of a deal, I feel. I feel like women make way big of a thing of it. If they're shorter, then, like, there's, like, some sort of, like thing where it's like they're not strong enough they can't protect me like it's like an actual thing that in their brain where they're like Mm -hmm. i can't date somebody smaller because they're not gonna be able to protect me in the wild (laughs) like you live in new york no one's gonna protect you from anything ever you're actually gonna get shot no matter what but also when they ended up sleeping together he picked her up off the ground and threw her onto the bed he could protect her i mean she weighs like two ounces (laughs) she's one of the she's the fullest woman on this show and she looks like she has (laughs) some some thick Calcium enriched bones. Because <laughs> who? Because the next one down would be Charlotte. I think Charlotte is probably the most petite. Not yeah. that weight or height matter. No, right? they don't. But this is all arbitrary. But yes, yes, I think Charlotte is probably the lightest. Yeah, I would say. Well, I don't know. Wait, no, no. Carrie's I thought, really. Yeah, really I was going like some nipples weigh twenty pounds each. <laughs> you both That's know all it. She is, is She's all nipple. And hair. <laughs> all nipple and 50% hair. nipple, 50% <laughs> hair, 100% sass and garbage. That's my dream woman. And also why I do not sleep with women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I do you think, think, Paige? So I am pretty short. I am five. Emphasis on pretty. Um, I wait, I can't wait, I wait. <laughs> Ladies so, and gentlemen I, on this podcast, I just need you to know that Joe Daniel winked. You didn't see it. Yeah, but it I happens. can't prove it. That's what makes it more special. Yeah. The fact that there was only two people here, but you couldn't see either because it was my other eye. I didn't see it. <laughs> it's okay. But anyway, so I'm like five, two, and three quarters. Like I'm five, three. Oh, you're one of those. I'm one of those. <laughs> um, but yeah, if I if I'm deciding that I need to be like cute and tiny in a situation, then I'm five two. If I'm deciding that I need to be like average height and I need to own my shit, then I'm five three. 
That's how I choose. Um, but when I'm dating a guy, legitimately, five, five nine, five ten, for me is like the perfect height. I never get it, but I <laughs> love that height because like there's like a perfect little like I can still like kind of nuzzle up underneath. But he's not so tall that he can use me as an armrest like a motherfucking asshole. Oh, God, that's hilarious. Because I hate that shit. But also, if some guy was like, okay, so I went on a date last Christmas. Not like this last year, but the year before. Mm -hmm. I went on a first date with this guy. And online, he was so great. Super talkative, super amazing, like... We were clicking, we were going back and forth, it was awesome, and then I'm like, yeah, totally, like, let's go on a date. And he's like, I want to take you on, like, like a cheesy, like, middle school kind of date, like, just for, like, fun. And I'm like, cool, that's something different. It's not, like, you know, some dude taking me out to a bar and we have a drink, like, always. And so... We decided to go um, black white mini golfing, <gasps> which was attached to the uh, like little mini speedway. Yes, it is. I've been there. Yeah, that place is a fucking blast. It's so much fun. So he, so we got there, and I met up with him, and he was maybe about four inches shorter than me. That's a small man. Which I was wow. like, wow, okay. But, like, we had so much going, like, online and how we, like, talked to each other that I was like, you know what? That's totally cool, though. Whatever. I'm going to give this date a shot. Like, I'm not going to be, like, an asshole and just, like, walk out just because he's short. That's dumb. But he didn't speak for the whole... I was trying... I'm an introvert. I cannot carry the conversation. I'm good with silence. (laughs) And you can't do that to me. And he... I had to continuously try and keep up the conversation the whole time we were playing golf. And then we went back out and I was like, oh, I really need to do like this raceway at some point because it looks super fun. And he's like, yeah, we can do it now. And I'm like, we don't have to do it now. Like, it's kind of pricey. Like, I don't want to like assume that I, I don't want to, I don't ever want to be one of those girls out on a date that's like, oh my gosh, why are you not holding open the door for me and paying for all of this shit? Like, I don't want to be that person. And so I was just like, that's okay. Like, I can do it some other time. It's no big deal. And he's like, no, no, no. It's no big deal. Let's do it. And so I forget sometimes that I have claustrophobia. (laughs) (laughs) And so they're like, here, put this, like, sock on your head. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. And they're like, okay, like, you have a small head, so here's a small helmet. Put it on your head. And I got about halfway through, and I was like, holy shit, no. I forgot. (laughs) I am so sorry. I can't do this. Like, I really... And I'm like, but we've already paid for it. And I'm like, Paige, you have to muscle through this. Like, you, you've got to get through, like, this irrational fear. You just have to put the helmet on. And he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I just need a minute. I <laughs> just like, I'm so... And he's like, just just use, use a bigger helmet. It'll be okay. And, like, he was so sweet. Like, he helped me put it on. Like, he, like, clicked it under my, like, like the little Aww. strap under my chin. And I was just like, okay, thanks. Like... And I was like, I can do this, I can do this. It took me, like, halfway through the race to, like, not be losing my shit anymore. So it wasn't super enjoyable. It's really fast. Like, that yeah, race was... speedway it's, fast. it's really fast. It's fun. Like, I went really... Like, I think I had it almost floored, and, like, I would ease up because I would think I was going to flip. Like, it was really, like, fast. And afterwards, um, he was like, 
hey, so you want to like get a drink or something? And I was like, actually, I have to meet up with friends. And I did. I legitimately had to meet up with friends. And I was like feeling like I was getting sick. And so I'm like, it has nothing to do with you. I'm not. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm just, I do have to like meet up with somebody and like exchange gifts and stuff. And he's just like, no, like, that's cool. I understand. And walks away and never speaks to me again. Oh. And so. Do you find it ironic that he took you mini golfing? (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) You're such a fucking asshole. (laughs) No, it it never came to mind until right now. (laughs) But that honestly sounds like that was his insecurity pulling through. Well, he must have gotten that before on other days where someone's like, no, I actually, like have to go somewhere else but haven't we like everything that i'm insecure about i'm insecure about because someone has once told me once just once no lots of times oh my god (laughs) no no that wasn't me making fun of you that was me being like if someone tells me one day to think about me one time i will keep that shit forever yeah absolutely yeah well and in terms of height too i don't know like how you feel about this but like as a male and especially as a gay male who dates other males i have no hang-ups about height but i lie about my height Mm mm-hmm because I'm 5'11", but I literally always say six foot. Because it just sounds I'm nice. six. It sounds so sexy. It's I'm se- six yeah. foot. And everybody on all the dating apps are always six foot. They're and six, six foot foot liars. Or six one. Yeah, they're six foot or oh, six see, one I, or six two. And I I'm know like, six foot or six it. two. Like that's it for some reason. Because uh-huh. you can't have a like an odd or an even number, an odd number. You have to yeah. like them both even. Mm-hmm. I can be six foot depending on what shoes I'm wearing, but. <laughs> It just sounds, it sounds better, and I feel like I'll be looked at more favorably mm-hmm. as some, also, I weigh 185, but I always say 175. <laughs> Called out. Uh-oh. Sorry, Grinder. I mean, I don't care about my weight at all, but it just, it's, it, it's an appearance thing. It sounds better, and I get it. I don't get it from the superficial level that Samantha got it from of not seeing him. Right. Of being like, I have to cancel the date because he's not tall enough to to go out with. That's crazy to me. Right. Well, and I mean, like, my date, like, it took me by surprise where I was just like, yeah, oh, okay. It's shocking. You're, you're short, but okay. Like, let's let's roll with it. Mm-hmm. Do then, so by taking by surprise, do you feel like someone's obligated to tell you just so you're prepared for it? Or do you roll with it in a certain way? Or, like, how do you feel if someone were to catch you by surprise by being significantly shorter or taller than you doesn't make a difference. I feel like if somebody is drastically tall or drastically short, that it might behoove them to be a little bit more honest. Well, it's a good question. When you guys meet somebody online, is there one thing about yourself that you have to tell them before you meet just so that they know? No, I just, but I just lie to everybody. But I also don't put like physical <laughs> right. things. I'm like, here are these photos of me looking like my life is fun and interesting and well put together. Right. Right. Yeah, everybody has to have the And you look picture. crazy in photos, yeah. so that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So then, I, and then in my bios, I don't put anything like, oh, I have brown eyes or this is this or I'm this tall or this is how I look. I'm like, here's what you can figure out about me because I don't know. That's never been the thing. And people are like, I'm this much. I'm like, I don't care about your stats. This isn't a baseball card. <laughs> but I also don't come from the same area especially like yeah, male right. to male where they're like grinder this is exactly what i'm in so you can like personal shop for oh, who you're gonna have sex with started on that get started let's do no, this fuck that <laughs> i just blew up on one of my coworkers today not at her because she didn't do anything but i was just on grinder at work when i shouldn't have been sorry everybody at the bank uh, i'm not gonna tell you what bank uh <laughs> but i was reading this guy's profile and it made me so ang- because okay so the one thing about me that bothers everybody for some fucking reason is how hairy I am. I'm very hairy. 
everybody listening to this podcast. Like, you can hear my chest hair <laughs> on my shirt from here. You've been hearing it the whole time. I don't know what you thought it was before, but it's just my hair. And people hate, people are disgusting disgusted by my body because of it for some reason when I'm just up I'm a male this is what I look right, like that's how it is yeah like you I mean I'm pretty Harry Page okay listen but, I've seen Robin Williams topless so oh yeah I'm pretty no. sure you're not that hairy I'm not no so you're fine but I I do feel like I have to tell people especially I mean not so much if we're going out for coffee or for a drink but if somebody's like what's up sex I'm like just so you know <laughs> if you want to eat my asshole out it's going to be like you're flossing all of your teeth at the same time. <laughs> so what's the negative in that? Because you get two things. You get to eat ass and you get to have clean teeth. I don't think it's a negative. And I d- there's nothing on somebody's body where I would be like, no. No. But does have a not. third arm? That's fine. That's God more. Bless. That is more arms <laughs> to be grabbing to hold on. Me. Yeah. Just kidding. That just means <laughs> that there's an arm that could be jerking me off, an arm behind me, and an arm like shoved in my mouth. So that's great. God bless. Which yeah. is which? Oh, well. <laughs> Is there a left, a right, and a front? A left, a right, and a back? It's a left, a right, and a lower right. Ooh, a lower right. Like, coming off the ribcage. So two dominant hands? (laughs) Yes, but but slightly smaller. It's a dwarf dwarf arm. Okay, now now that it's a short arm. Yeah. No. Just kidding. (laughs) I don't know. That would remind me of, like, a vestigial twin. Yeah. Mm. Which is probably, if somebody had you a third arm, that is what it would yeah. be. It's a threesome. I would be open to it. I would be super open Isn't to it. Isn't it like a two and a half some? Men, 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 men. Yeah. Is but there... yeah, but like those stats, I always thought were so weird, especially like on the hookup sites. Yeah. Because I get their point, but also I'm like, bro, I do not have like the self-confidence in myself to put all these little things. Yeah. Because then people can easily just be like, nope, nope, nope. And then if you don't get any likes or any comments or any people sending you messages, like, wow, ooh, cool. You're going to love this. I'm going to have Joe Daniel read my grinder profile. (gasps) I love it. It's only got one sentence on it. Don't read the stats. Nobody needs to know that. Just read my description. Is it a quote from John Steinbeck? No. Stop it. (laughs) Derek, not into... Not intos. Yeah. I don't like it when people put those, like, nice. I don't like, I don't like fats, femmes, or Asians. I don't like trannies. I don't like shaved holes. All these weird things. That's I'm just so like, weird. why not? But then here's also the thing. I don't like Would you prefer on. someone to tell you up front what they don't want and what they're not interested in to save you the time? Yes, because if somebody said, and every time anyone has ever said to me, I don't like this about you, I immediately am like, well, you're not open-minded enough because there's a lot of shit that I like to do that you're not going to want to do. And I don't. <laughs> if you don't like my hairy chest, bro, you're in for it. So let's <laughs> yeah. just stop this right here. Yeah. Let's talk about how hairy my balls are, sir. Because <laughs> they are hairy. See, I, I yeah, meeting, like, doing, like, guy-girl on the, the websites, I always, there's, all the dudes are all outdoorsmen. They're always <laughs> holding a fish, they're always going on a hike, and I'm like, listen, I have a thyroid condition, I can't <laughs> do that shit with you. I'm tired, I want to watch Netflix, yeah. I want to literally cuddle on the couch, I want to go out and have nice meals, like, an occasional hike is fine. But I don't want to hike with you and camp out in the woods and like no, I don't want it. Preach and so it. I have that on my bumble where I'm like, I'm not near as outdoorsy as you want me to be, just to let you know right now. I'm five, I'm short, and I'm not into your shit. Mine but just that's... tells you that I like horror movies, potatoes, and I don't like pickles. 
or racism. There you go. That's See, it. that's great. That's all you need to know about me. But I also feel like men being outdoorsy is a thing that they say, like me saying that I'm six foot when I'm really not. I There's don't like, no, think that I just all outdoorsy. <laughs> I went to the park and here's a picture of me laying down on the grass. Yeah. I'm outdoorsy. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, but that's the, that's the part that stops me. And that right. if people aren't honest, mm-hmm. then we can't ever be in a relationship because I'm very honest. I'm like, yes, I am short. I am tired. <laughs> like I... I have certain things that I like to do that I am into. And if you're not into that, then keep on walking, buddy. It's okay. Mm-hmm. God bless. Totally. I'm glad to be surrounded by open-minded people who just fucking get it. Thank you to all of you. Because you guys are all great. I'm open to a lot of things, but I am not open to what you just said. <laughs> That's fair. I'm just joking. I'm I respect really that. Listening. So, anyways. Back to so, anyways, back to this damn TV beat, show. We've beaten this horse. Um, so we've got to beat horses. I have... I have a note. Steve tries to make a joke that falls flat. Someone's cons or someone else's pros. Because when I first watched this episode, like in the 90s, first watched it, I laughed. I thought it was funny. Because he was like, hey, could you take care of some parking tickets for me? Because Steve's talking to the controller. Yeah, because he's mm-hmm. talking to Billy Bill, Kelly. Bill Kelly. And, and he's like, hey, could you take care of some stuff for me? And I'm like, that's funny. You're funny, Steve. And Miranda looks at him like he just murdered a kitten or something. I think it was the delivery, because he tells a joke like how I tell a joke, where it's not funny. If you would have just left it as like a one-time thing, that'd be funny. But he's like, hey, since you're in control of all the money in the world, huh, do you want to pay me, pay, pay, pay my parking tickets? Because I owe like $500 to the city huh, of New York yeah, huh, that you're running for. He is very dry in his delivery. But he's charming. He yeah, is he's super he's charming. He, but he's a, that's a real person that you know. That we yes! Know, yes! Where it's just this guy like, ha, ah. But it's just one thing, Miranda, regardless of him being a real, <laughs> regardless of him being a real person, it's Miranda just trying to look for something negative. Because she doesn't want to like Steve. Right. But yeah, then she's stupid. She also uses, so she says that his jokes are a con, and then he walks across the room, and she's like, but look at that ass. Well, actually, she says pro. He has a cute butt, because she's nice, (laughs) she's polite. But that's so fucked up to me. Like, his personality is a con, but the way that he looks is a pro. Yeah, that's, like, degrading and awful. (laughs) Like, be nice about all of it. Like, the guy that I'm dating, I think, is the sweetest individual, and I did just Snapchat his ass last night as well, so. I didn't get the Snapchat. Well, better luck on it, because it was public. It was on my story. <gasps> oh, I don't view stories. <laughs> it wasn't a bare ass, to be fair. Then it's a waste of time. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the, the next note that I have is rollerblading on 8th Avenue. Guess you're a gay. Yeah. <laughs> God bless. Yep. Which, nowadays, yes. 90s? 90s, yes. 90s? But 80s, no. Not like, have you ever looked at a picture? I don't know how old your dad is. Or how old your dad is. But have you ever looked at a picture of your parents in the 70s and 80s? Yeah. I was like, dad, you're a faggot. What is this? (laughs) But he's not. He's literally, my dad is my style icon. I have a picture of him wearing just like torn up denim and a cut off, like a crop top football practice jersey. The 80s were hella gay. That's how I dress. The 80s were hella gay. Oh, yeah. Like, people weren't gay because gays didn't exist back then. Well. But the style. (laughs) Everything about it, like the bright colors, the neon, the music, the disco. It was great. Everything. Hair. 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 Gay. Gay, 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 gay. Gays, if you want to thrive, (laughs) 80s. God, but can we talk about poor, poor, poor 
Stanford at the party. <gasps> yes, we can, because that was so sad. Oh Stanford breaks my heart every single time. This is so sad. Because he's wonderful. Yeah. Before we get there real quick, I just want to bring this in a happy quote where Samantha's at this political like campaign party, mm-hmm. and she's talking to some Asian woman, and she's like, I don't really believe in the Republican Party or the Democratic Party. I just believe in the party. And I'm like, bitch, <laughs> yes, lay the scene, and this Asian yes. woman walks away because she's offended. Well, I'm glad that you think that that's funny because we literally just talked about how the entire time they just made politics shallow no she was not making it shallow she was telling you that two party systems do not work in this country and you know what we need to do is we all need to get together one big party and that's how we run this country shut the fuck up i think you're reading really <laughs> far into that um but you're right you're right you're yeah. totally right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're yeah. Not wrong. yeah um i love that elizabeth banks is a day player in this <laughs> Which is so great. My I'm like, FFD says, trinket, you guys. <laughs> my note just says, it's Elizabeth Banks! In all caps. But now we can get back to Stanford. Okay. Yes. So at this party, Stanford sees this hot guy who was rollerblading down 8th Avenue, and so he knew was gay. And so he asked Carrie to approach him and make an introduction. So Carrie being, you know, who Carrie is, she walks nipple first. <laughs> to this guy. Literally, you saw her nipples. Well, there's lots of nipples in the show. It's not new. And just talks nicely to this guy, approaches him super respectfully also. He's the, the campaign leader for uh, Bill Kelly. Yes. Yes. Also, at the beginning of the episode when we met him, I thought he was really cute. So when he turned out to be a homosexual, I was like, boom. <laughs> Still no chance. He's cute, but he's a monster. That's okay. And here's why. Carrie says, my friend's interested in meeting you. I'd like to make an introduction. He's a male, just so you know. And the guy's like, go Go on. on. (laughs) I'm glad we did the same voice at the same time. And so he looks like really interestingly behind Carrie and sees this hot ass, big biceped blonde man. Me. I made a cameo. Just kidding. I have nothing. I can't believe you're a day player in the 90s. I have no muscle whatsoever. How was it meeting Elizabeth Banks? (laughs) Elizabeth Banks! And Carrie's like, oh no, not that one. The bald guy in the pink shirt. And he says, well, do you know the blonde guy? Because he's more my type. Yeah, because he's physically attractive. Yeah, because he's garbage. And then Carrie goes back over and lies. Because that's what she does. Fuck her. She's terrible. That's horrible. Yeah, it is horrible. I would, I, I really, this is really bad. I can't lie. I really can't lie to people. Like, I would go over there and I would be like, I'm tactful, but, well, sometimes. Um, but I, I try to be tactful, but I'm like, oh, Pumpkin, let's find you somebody else. But as He's a friend. He's kind of a dick. Yeah, as a friend, you would not want your friend dating someone who is literally so superficial that they won't even meet someone because of the way that they look. That's horrible. Right, but you want to spare his feelings because he was interested in But him. also Stanford so wasn't like- attracted to an ugly guy. Well, Stanford is never attracted to an ugly guy because he's a really shallow character. That's true. Right. He's so, nice. Yeah. But he yeah. always gets his heart broken because he's not good looking enough for these like hyper good looking men who are all dicks. Yeah. Yeah, because they're good yeah. looking. He get that's his type. Great. Yeah. Never so. gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never, never gonna, gonna get it. Never gonna get it. We don't have the rights. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Just change one note. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> Whoa, 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 wow! Now it's a parody. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. I'll just say wow instead of whoa. <laughs> Groundbreaking, innovative, oh my god. So then we finally get to the crux of the episode, which is uh, Bill Kelly <gasps> asks Carrie... 
to sometime in the future, you know, when she gets around to it, maybe pee on him. I'm in. But to be fair, he wants them both to be clean. Yes. He wants to have sex, shower together. Yes. Cute. And then have her pee on him in the shower. Have her pee on him. Like that's Is that what I said? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just he emphasizing wants her to that. Uh, yeah, I was emphasizing he that because I know to people be have peed on. Yes. And Paige, you said that you would not pee. I just no. No. I can't. I'm like, I can't get behind it. Are you pee shy? I'm, no, I'm not pee shy. I will definitely, like, if I'm close enough to you, I'll be like, I want to continue this conversation, so stand outside the bathroom door while I go to the bathroom. Right. Like, I'm definitely one of those people, but there, I am what the kids call a Jap, which is not a derogatory term for Japanese people. I thought the same thing. It stands for Jewish American princess. Yeah. That is 100% what I am. I don't like getting dirty. I don't like... This is why I don't like butt stuff either. Yeah. Is because I'm like, oh, that involves fecal matter. You know, you everybody listening to this enema. podcast, you can douche your asshole. Yeah. You <laughs> can. You're looking at us like we've never douched our assholes before. <laughs> I love it. No, and that's, I just, the idea behind it, I just mm-hmm. can't get behind. And that's just me. And I realize that is close-minded <laughs> and shitty. It's but not. you know that there's, 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 it's absolutely it's not, not. It's not your comfort level. No. That's yeah. totally fine. And we and we've talked about this on the podcast where I've been like, there's been a moment where the guy that has his finger in my ass, and I'm like, all right, let's roll with this, and I can go about 45 seconds before I'm like, nope, nope, get it out of there. Because Can't of do it. this, Can't do because it. up here, yes, okay. 100. I'm pointing at my brain, you guys. Yeah. Sorry, it's 100 <laughs> percent all in like my brain. It has nothing yeah. to do with like it could potentially feel good. But my brain won't allow me to feel that. And maybe someday it'll be different. But right now, I wouldn't be able... Here's the other thing. Because there's like certain positions where I'm like, no, I'm going to look like a walrus. I'm not going to do it. I feel the same thing. Yeah, and I won't ride a guy. No. Yeah, like there's... You want to see my belly bouncing? No. No, Yeah, like not. me me on top? No, thank you. I'm going to look awful. And plus, all the guys that I managed to have sex with are all like a lot bigger than me and so I'm like okay so literally it's not going to be sexy it's going to be me squatting like a fucking panda bear over you I can't do it and it doesn't look good and so I don't want to do it and but I don't think that's thing. true I think that anybody who would engage in sex with you is obviously very attracted to you and there's no position that they could put you in where they would be like Ugh, you look gross now oh that's not true if I, I'm on no. my side and one leg is up and just all my rolls are like one together it's not even like that's there's not a fun position out. anyway you yeah. can't do anything with that. See, I think it's a great position because it's a good, like, holding on so you can go a little bit rougher. I like that position. That you cannot go rougher when both of your sides are laying No, down. no, no. Like, one person is on their side and the other person is oh, standing oh, holding on to the leg. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, yes, that's, that's a great fine. position, yes. but I don't like it because it... Cover yourself with your leg. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Listen, I've spent Protect. my whole life... Whole life. Whole Covering life. my... <laughs> whole H-O-L-E life <laughs> covering my belly with my leg up in the air. God bless. Just kidding. Yeah. But I don't want you to feel like you're close-minded because that is not true. Yeah, there's out of your certain things where I just like, I can't, there's only two positions that I'm like, fuck yes, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And that is doggy style because then I don't have to see them seeing me. Oh, that's my favorite. And like, it feels best, mm-hmm. I feel. And um, having sex where the guys on top of my legs are, like, smooshed in between us and, like, over my head. Because yeah. then you can't see anything. Oh. And stretched. 
Boo. There you go. So oh, it's the best. Two birds, yeah. one dick. <laughs> <laughs> Two birds, one dick. That's the title of this episode. Would yeah. you pee? Absolutely Daniel. the fuck I would. Do one, you like to pee on people? See, it's never been a thing that oh, okay. me or my partners have been into. Okay. But I wouldn't deny it, especially mm-hmm. not if one, you're attractive, two, you have whatever kind of political power that you are in. Oh, so you <laughs> have to be attractive to pee on. No, no, no. I'm just saying that those are pluses. I'm, I'm saying, saying if you're into it, as long as I'm doing the peeing, I don't know how I feel about being peed on just yet. Okay. That's not completely out of the books, but just right now I'm just like, mm, no, we'd have to get like... Well, I really we'd have, have to, get to pee right Yeah. Now. Okay. <laughs> so... There's a restroom right around the corner. <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. So, have you see. ever? I have, yeah. And is I it enjoyable? Both, I've both peed on someone and then peed, peed on. on. Perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's... Enjoyable is the wrong word. And okay. where Carrie went wrong, I think... Well... I Where mean, do we start? Yeah, we Moving can. to New York. There were a few things that she said when she was trying to kind of placate him because she wouldn't be honest. The whole mm-hmm. time, yeah. she would not just come out and say, listen, I, I'm i very open sexually. However, this is not something that I'm comfortable with, which is a totally viable thing for anyone to say. I mean, I think especially now in 2017, we kind of are grappling with... 2018. What, 2018. Ah! With what mm-hmm. consent means. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that she says, as, you know, as a strong female mm-hmm. character, this is what I'm comfortable with, this is what I'm not comfortable with, but that's not what she does. Mm-hmm. She, while he's showering... Sits on the toilet and is like, well, maybe I could, like, dribble hot tea on you. Or maybe I can pee with the door open. Like, yeah. maybe that which, would feel good. Which are not the same thing. Not the same thing at, at all. all. Because I think golden showers, as they're called by us in the business, um, <laughs> it's a power play. It's definitely... Like, it has to do with someone is literally peeing on you. Mm-hmm. And it's... It is more mental than, like, I just yeah. like the feeling of hot liquid because I would just take a shower right. if I just wanted hot liquid on my body. Yeah. But I think it's a fun place to go with someone. It's a different place. It's mm-hmm. not a, like, let's insert part of your body into my body place. Mm-hmm. It's sexual without, like, even really touching someone. But there's not a lot I haven't done, so. Awesome. No, I mean, no. No, I mean, <laughs> Some I, of think, it is I awful. think it's awesome because I could be like, yes, tell me everything. But also, like, going back to, like, anal. Sorry to make this the anal podcast. Oh, our second episode was the anal episode. Was so it? Feel free yeah, to go. I had to get over that fear of accidentally shitting on someone. Yeah. Because here's the thing. If you accidentally shit on somebody, who the fuck cares? It's your asshole. There's shit in there sometimes. Not all the time. But you just, it's going to happen. And I've been with partners who are disgusted by it. And I've been with partners who absolutely don't care at all. And I have just gotten to the point where I just don't care at all. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's gross. Whatever. It it just happens. And to shame somebody for, like, a natural thing that they're Like, oh my god, you have shit in, in your, your butt? <laughs> I actually don't have an anus. You know, anytime... any Anytime I bottom, I just, like close my hand like I'm gonna give a like I'm gonna give a hand job and I put it behind me and I, I let the, them fuck my open hand I just do like the thigh space like between the taint and the thighs there you go I've had sex with somebody who would not have anal and only had sex like that interesting yeah it was not bad no unless they're like freshly shaven and the hair's growing back a little bit <gasps> and you're like ooh, ooh, ooh that's gross. a roughie yeah 
Literally. <laughs> That's going to be just its tough. name. <laughs> or they can just find movie. different positions that work for you. That yeah, doesn't mean totally. sex is off the table completely. You're just like, well, yeah. well, just not this one. Well, yeah. yeah, and it was totally a consent conversation of him saying, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with mm-hmm. that. And... That's fine. Yeah. And it's great that you can have those conversations. But yeah, it was a little demeaning of her at the end of the episode. It was disrespectful. To be like, I could dribble hot tea on you or I could do this. Like I, so I know this isn't the same thing, but like recently I had someone that I was seeing uh, message me on Christmas Eve and said, hope you're having a good holiday season. And he'd been trying to kind of, like, reach out and message, like, he'd been messaging me and I've been ignoring it. And I think he did it because he knew that it was going to make me angry. Uh And it did. And so I texted him back and I was like, you know, I'm Jewish. Yeah. So. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. And he literally texted back, that doesn't mean that you can't enjoy the holiday. Block him. And I'm like. Oh, I'm so sorry. How are you enjoying Ramadan? Right. Because just because you don't celebrate it doesn't mean you shouldn't enjoy Ramadan, dumbass. <laughs> God. And I was so mad. I was just like so pissed off about it that like I nearly like threw my phone across the room. I was just because it completely missed the point. Just like Carrie yeah. completely missed the point and was just ignorant about it. And all she needed to say in a loving, healthy relationship was that's not something that I'm comfortable with yet. Yeah. And if that changes, I'll let you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boom. That's all you need to say. I just feel, especially for the show's purpose, it wasn't a big enough thing. Like, if I knew Carrie, if she was real, mm-hmm. she would totally pee on a politician. Oh, yeah, she would. I think 100% she would. Mm-hmm. I think for the purpose of the show, it should have been something crazier. I think for the purpose of the show, there's a lot of stuff that the girls talk about uh-huh. that they are either super down with Right. Or super against, depending on what they want it to say. That yeah, and it's always so tough, because sometimes they'll shame Charlotte for like, oh, you don't like this, this, this? Wow. What a fucking baby. Yeah, because all then, the like, rest of the girls were on board with peeing. Whereas yeah. any other episode, Charlotte well, would be like, that's disgusting, you can't do it. And then it'd be like, oh my god, you'd never pee on a guy? And Samantha's gonna throw in a witty quip, and Miranda's gonna be like, well, I don't know how I feel about it, but I'll do it. And then Carrie's like, live a little! And in this episode, because it happened to Carrie, and Carrie needed to be the one who has... This arc was like, mm, no. But also, do you remember, I think it's in the future in the show, when Carrie dates that guy who always has to shower right after? That was Miranda. That was Miranda. Oh, know. that's yeah. Miranda. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. I was going to say, because like, that's crazy, like the opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like super hurtful. <laughs> like, right? I would be, that's one thing that bothers me more than anything else is when you're finished having sex with somebody and the first thing they do is like hop up and go to the bathroom. Well, I have butt sex, so sometimes you just need a little... That's fair. Like, and I understand that, but like (laughs) in a like traditional, you're just like, you're fine. Like... Well, especially if you're going to bed after. Like, you don't need a shower before you get back in that same bed. (laughs) Right, yeah, there's no point. (laughs) Unless you're covered in a lot of bodily fluids. Yeah, but most of the time it's like, I'm getting up, I'm going to the bathroom, I'm coming back clothed that I'm leaving. Yeah. And oh, like, oh, okay, well, now I feel like a whore. Thanks. <laughs> like, it's such a horrible feeling when somebody's just like, all right, well, we're done here, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Been kicked out of many an apartment. 
It's, it's never homes. Just a fun thing like, oh my god, I'm. This is so much fun. I wish you could spend the night. Good night. Sorry. Bye. Well, it's happened to me both because I've also been in a situation where I've had sex with somebody and like been ready to go. Right. Like gotten up, put my underwear on, put my socks on. Clearly I'm not staying and mm-hmm. had them be like, are you going to leave? Like, I hope that you leave. And I'm like, I was going. I had my I was, socks on. I was, I was already going to go leave. leave. But why but would you I tell me like to shit leave? About it. Yeah, yeah, now I feel like a piece of trash. Yeah. It's... No, I'm actually going to just jump off the balcony. I'm not going to walk out the door <laughs> no, now. I'm just going to just... kill myself. No, I just like to sleep comfortably with my socks on and then you stay. God. If you, they're going to be assholes, you make them feel terrible. You take up as much space as you can in that bed. None of you are going to sleep, but that's okay. Well, I get really defensive and I actually turned it back around and was like, you didn't think I was going to stay, did you? Oh, that's I get it. Well, it sounds good but i felt yeah. like an asshole because i shouldn't have had to i don't know Get do yeah, yeah no, to do yeah. that but yeah, i shouldn't have had to go i there. just went into like defense snap mode. back yeah. bitch mode like Bleh. yeah how I, fuck you one more time <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've, I've done that with people like not in a sexual situation but there was a friend of mine that was dating a really shitty guy actually <laughs> Um, if I remembered his name, I'd call him right the fuck out right now, but I don't remember it. Yeah, Randy. <laughs> but That's my stepdad's name. <laughs> fuck you, Randy. Fuck you, Randy. <laughs> Ain't about bitch shit. So he, like, he was just a total dick, totally getting to the point where he was controlling her. Sounds like Randy. Mm. Um, <laughs> and, Sorry. And so I was hanging out at her house, and he just decided to pop in. Like, we were having a girls' night, a movie night, and he decided to stop by and hang out. And when she was at, the second that she was out of earshot, like she was going to like, you know, get something from the kitchen or something, he goes, so Paige, how long are you planning on staying tonight? (gasps) And I snapped (laughs) and I went, how long before it makes you uncomfortable, Randy? (laughs) I love that his name is Randy. Yeah, his name's Randy now. And he, and he was like, um, an hour because he had no like you he had no you response come back to, that. to that he couldn't right. come back to that and he's like oh an hour and i'm like two it is <gasps> fuck yeah and i stayed for three yeah because <laughs> fuck that guy that's yeah. some crazy he wasn't even shit. invited yeah. that's some messed up in your head shit yeah, yeah i was so like you want i'm like you could you could completely like drag around my friend but you try and drag me Mm-mm. well i wouldn't feel safe leaving my friend with somebody like that that's like, yeah that's like so when are you did, leaving yeah yeah that's yeah. really strange yeah so when are you leaving i'm like how about you fuck off man yeah seriously I'm talking about fucking off can we talk about mm-hmm. carrie need to fuck off because she's a fucking garbage piece of shit monster so not only does she embarrass him this way <gasps> Oh my god, that was so beautiful. Because <laughs> you're going to break my heart by bringing up the end of the episode because I literally almost started crying. We can ignore it, it if you want. No, tell, the, tell wait, everybody wait, wait, what happened. Wait, we haven't gotten to the end of the episode yet. We haven't gotten to the party. Oh, I, I stopped taking notes. So the okay. my next two notes were the control is into water sports. And then Cynthia Nixon has the greatest nipples on the show. Yes, followed by the true. ending. So I Let's don't not talk her. the ending yet. Yeah, so I want to talk about having a party... Where you bring a guy you're no longer interested in. <laughs> I have my note. It says, is both brilliant and awful. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. That's, yeah. that's my, that is my note for this. And I'm like, this is both awesome and absolute garbage. It's garbage if they find out. No, it's garbage. <laughs> regardless. Like, you shouldn't be treating other people like that. But also, it would be a really great way to meet people that wouldn't be on an app. And I feel like it's kind of cool. Like, you shouldn't bring... You should bring a friend that you're not dating and you will never date. Instead of 
bring somebody that you're currently dating and want to ditch. Oh, see, that's where I, I took it. It wasn't like a, I'm leaving you here and picking up something better. I thought it was a thing like, oh, no, we both know what we're getting into. But that's no, the not guy's, true. Yeah. One guy did, because remember the guy that uh, Charlotte was talking to? Yeah, he, he His ex brought him. Mm-hmm. And that was great, I yeah. thought. But, like, Samantha brought the short guy and did and not no communicate. Oh, then I did not understand that the right way. Well, I think it was a hodgepodge. I think it was like a hodgepodge. A okay, yeah, because I was like, I took it the nice way, because then Elizabeth yeah. Banks' character and her husband were like, oh, we actually met at this thing. Yeah. And that's, like, the benefit of it. So I was like, oh, that's a good thing. Good for them. And then the Charlotte's guy that she was talking to was like, Oh yeah, my ex girlfriend brought me here. We're doing this yeah. thing, so I well, just took it as a positive thing. The way it was thing. described was like your discards, like bring your trash, uh-huh. like like those fucking shitty like clothing like exchanges that girls have. I'm not like a real girl, so I never go to that shit. Just do they but, have those? Things? Yeah, like they'll like bring shit that they don't like anymore. And then they'll, like, switch with, with everybody, and uh, everyone goes home with a new wardrobe. What the fuck? That's Why don't boys have this party? We did. When we went to the music festival. <laughs> Literally, you walked away with five of my clothing items. And because I you wouldn't give me my bag. I love those little red shorts. The maroon. <laughs> they make, first of all, my legs look so good. Second of all, my dick looks so good. Third of all, my ass looks so good. And they go to, like... I don't know if you've seen them, Paige, but they go to, like, if my dick was hanging down, like, loose, no underwear, you would see just, just, the tip. just this much of it. And I fucking will never give them back to you. No, I want them back for all those reasons that you listed. I... You said you were gonna. Okay, I'll give them back to you. As well as my Patagoo. Well, you can have your Patagonia. I'm not a dick. I don't wear Patagonia. That's fine. I just it was get just chilly sometimes. Yeah, just it yeah. is very warm. But, but the, we didn't go with the... Shorts. You can have them back as soon as I get my red shorts back. But you're right. We didn't go with that intention. No, we no, just, no. It was just, it just here's all these things. We were sharing rooms in a tent. And so like we just ended yeah. up with each other's it stuff. It sounds like you guys need to have the opposite of that party right now. <laughs> Where you go and give each other give each other our clothes back. We have to. We have to if we will. (laughs) Terrible, but yeah, I. It really the way that it was put in the show made it sound like it was like yeah no I think that this guy is garbage and so I'm gonna bring him Mm -hmm. and hopefully pick up somebody else's trash and turn it into and yeah. That is, like, super fucked up, but also a little brilliant. Well, it would be brilliant if it was phrased more like, I, this guy is a a great guy, but we don't work. It will never work. We don't click on all those levels, but he's awesome, and he deserves a good woman. So. What if you had those parties, but, like. If that's the way that it was meant, then I would be uh, totally on board with it. What if you had one of those parties, but, like, your best friend? Like, you're just like, this is my best friend. We're never going to be romantically involved, but I think they're super great. It's like a wingman party, but, like, specifically, that's what it's for. That's what we should Like, you should date this person because this person, blah, blah, blah. Let's do it. Yes, we're gonna have a wingman party. I don't have friends, though. Yeah, me neither. I don't believe in wingmanging for people. Like, stand on your own. What? I've never wingman for anybody. Uh, and I won't let someone wingman for me. I'll speak for my dance self. Yeah. I absolutely. hate talking to new people, so I'll... You're gonna oh, hear I'll me from right across... Yeah. No, you're gonna hear me at any event. You're gonna hear me, so you're gonna fucking know whether you're in for this or not. That's true. Yeah, I hate people, like, I'll sit silently and I'll judge. But I won't. And I'll be with you. And then Paige will say something shitty. And I'm like, I can't believe you just told her that that ugly, that skirt was a hell of fucking ugly. (laughs) Oh my God. What a fucking bitch. But it's true. Hi, I'm Joe. Nice to meet you. I know. When you used to come over at my old apartment, there would be times when the window would be open and you would talk and I'd be like, (laughs) can people hear? (laughs) Because they could. The one by Lakeside? 
don't tell people where I live. You don't live there anymore. You haven't the lived there. The one across from the golf yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, Because the fucking, the parking lot echoes. And you're just like, ah! <laughs> That was a perfect You're joke. funny. Yeah. It's funny. I am. It's funny. funny. No, but I love you for it. I love going out because I think it's a fucking blast. Because <laughs> I'm also loud. That's just what I do. That's why I like, I'm an open person. I don't hide shit from people. And I can't hide shit from people because I'm incredibly emotional when it gets to a certain level. I'll tell you exactly what I'm feeling and I can't hide my emotions in a good way because I never learned how to express myself. So I'm just like, I'm fucking angry right now or I'm fucking having a blast right now. And I'm loud because I'm Latino. I'm partially queer. I only lie to manipulate people, mm. but no, for no other purpose. Mm. And I just can't. I can't lie. Okay. I, I try so I don't hard. Like I can't to. do it. You can tell when I'm lying because I'm like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm a Latino, so we don't lie. We just tell like stories that we essentially believe, so then they become the truth, <laughs> and then we call it that like that's not how it happened. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Because that's what I've been telling people. So like, what you're saying is that you have dissociative identity disorder and that you cannot tell fact from fiction. That's sweet. That's what I've been saying that's to everybody. That's cool. I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, so I, my next note is Steve says he loves Miranda. Everyone's non-feminist heart melts. <laughs> yeah, that part bothered me. Yeah. Tell us why. Well, I've done a lot of talking, but I will tell you why. <laughs> Yes. I love you. Thank you. Oh, you're not going to say it back to me? No. Does that make you uncomfortable? No. But you don't love me. I do love you. I just don't feel like I need to say it back. Okay, so what is the big deal about saying it? And it, give, it depends on the type of situation and the context, just as with any other thing. I just we've don't talked, think so. So we've talked about this, and yeah. there is a level in which, because we are all theater people and artsy people... Right. That love means something different. Like, but I, I do say, love Joe Daniel. I, yeah, like I do. I love yeah. Joe Daniel. I love you. I love you too. But probably not in the same way that I love someone whose dick I'm letting into my vagina. But is it a milestone <laughs> to say that you love them? I I think the way that we're built up as people in this American society yeah, that it society. is. Yeah, so we don't, so yeah, sure. yeah. So yeah. no one's debating that. That's what it gets to when you're like, Oh, cause when you're a little kid, you're like, do you like me? Or do you like, like, like me? Right. And then like, that's a big step. He like, well, I like, like you. That's a huge thing. So if someone says I love you, cause we're only supposed to say that for people with the same thing. You can be polyamorous in every other relationship except for a romantic one. Mm-hmm. You can love both your parents. You can have two best friends. That's totally fine, but if you have two partners, you can't do that. So it's supposed to be the singular, this is the commitment, I love you. I just, I understand societally, and I understand, especially for the purpose of the show, that it would be such a huge deal, but Mm -hmm. I just don't think that it is. And for clarity of speech, you can love someone and not want to end up with them and not marry them, and you can also be married to somebody who you literally do not feel love for anymore, and still tell them that you love them just because that's what you're supposed to do when that's wrong. Mm-hmm. I think if you love somebody, you should say that. And there should be no fear. But I also don't feel like there should be pressure to say it back. Definitely. She totally felt pressure to say it back to him. And yeah. didn't say it, right? She did not. No. She, she did not repeat it. She didn't it. say it. No, but um, she also swooned for it, too. So, yes. and then yeah. what I was telling you, or, or not, not the podcast earlier, but our <laughs> conversation was that... We don't talk unless it's recorded. <laughs> any given thing that's a kardashian <laughs> motto don't have the com- cameraman cameraman okay now let's have, have this conversation say. joe actually did at some point like say save it for the podcast we were talking during <laughs> yeah. the episode. it was about pain it was great yeah it, it was about pain mm-hmm. 
Um, but it could be that women, generalizing again, especially in the context of this show, like that's the big thing that you're supposed to want because they want love. Like yeah. that's what all of them well, are going for. They're finding so, their white knight, especially yeah. in this episode. You're supposed to be the one that like, no, that wasn't this episode. It was the last episode. The one that you're looking for, the mm-hmm. one whose love will save you. Mm-hmm. So if that's the information that we're given about women based off of what they're watching and what they're looking in all the cosmopolitans that we're reading and all those things, mm-hmm. he was like, this is how much I want to show you how much I'm here for you. I want to commit to you. I love you. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't like a throwaway or a, I'm trying to lock you in. This was a, this is how I'm expressing myself to you in a language that I've been told that this is how it reaches you and this is, gives you what you're supposed yeah, to say. Yeah, love is so much about acceptance. Yeah. And women are kind of put in this weird position where they need so much acceptance from everybody and it like manifests and like people call you out on it and are like, oh, it's daddy issues or like whatever. But honestly, like, there is so much of it where I'm like, but do they like me like me? And I go back and forth myself where I'm just like, I really am the type of person for the most part where I'm like, if you don't like me, you can fuck off. I don't care. Right. Like, it's totally fine. But if I am in a somewhat, like, sexual relationship with somebody and it's not not being romantic, like, if it's just sexual, I'm like, well, why don't you like me romantically? I'm fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, what's wrong with... And, like, it gets to the point where I'm like, well, what's wrong with me that you don't... And then I turn it around and go, oh, no, what's wrong with you Mm -hmm. that you don't love me? And that's an important part to get to. But it's hard. It's really difficult as a woman because love equals acceptance, and acceptance is what we need to go on with our lives because that's what society has told us we need. But I think that there's a strong fallacy in that of you could meet the perfect guy who is so everything that you want and he's so good looking and he's so smart and he's so talented and all of these things but you could not get along with him and so the fact that he does not love you it, it has nothing to do with you it doesn't I don't know. I'm doing this arm motion that I, I don't know how He's to... He's landing a plane right I now. I don't know how to put it into words, but it just doesn't penetrate mm. y- your body. It doesn't It doesn't go deeper than, you know, than that, and you want it to, but it just doesn't, and right. that has nothing to do with him not accepting you. Yeah. Do you know well, what I mean? He yeah, just could not just, fucking love you. It's just really... Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't weirdly, need to be the like, Sometimes you just thing. don't. Yeah. Sometimes it's not chemical. Yeah. But I think even given this, it was... Steve, the male who said it first. It was. And usually, like, usually it's the not. girls chasing the guys, mm-hmm. and that's the, like, that's the difference. So yeah. being in the fact that Miranda's always seen as, like, the, she's in control, she's doing this, and kind of the re- the roles are reversed mm-hmm. for her. So I think in the context of this show at this given time, that was a big step forward but for them. But what frustrates me about that scene in particular is there was one thing that happened that I thought was so beautiful, and it wasn't the I love you, which was the crutch of the scene. That's, mm-hmm. like, what the scene was all about. Mm-hmm. But there was a part where she, like, kind of said, like, I'm not ready to talk to you about monogamy. That's not what's going to happen. And he was like, I understand where you're coming from. I think yeah, that that's something that happens organically. Take your time. Mm-hmm. So right now, right right shit now she's in the situation that she wants to be in of this guy who's doting on her he doesn't require her to be monogamous he's brought it up but he's not pushing it Hmm. it doesn't make him uncomfortable that is a have you ever met a guy like that like that is a fucking golden child that's fucking and the show doesn't care about that the show cares that at the end he was like i love you Mm -hmm. fuck that yeah that does those words just don't mean they don't have the weight 
that that I that's why this is a brilliant show it's just well (laughs) no I think this show is so smart and the things that it tries to say and do it just doesn't pick up the right things so it dresses it up in accessories and stuff and you're like no 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 no. what you have is good you don't Uh have to throw a feather feather bow on it the feather bow is fucking ugly Mm -hmm. leave it off and that's where you get like the good parts of the story that's why Mm -hmm. people talk about this that's That's why we started this podcast Right. It's because it's like this show is garbage, but it brings up interesting ideas. I don't think it's garbage. I think it's a poor portrayal of women. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not a woman, so I I don't have any right to say that. But when I see no, those characters, fair. I'm like, those are not they're, women. They're two-dimensional <laughs> yeah. characters. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I hate it. I hated it when it first came out, and I hate it now when people are like, I'm Karen, I'm Samantha. Fuck you. If you think you are any of those women, then you're garbage. Not even all four of them together make a a well-rounded woman. Yeah, not at all. (laughs) Like, they're, it's so bad. And I hate it so much when women do that. When they're Mm -hmm. just like, yeah, I'm this, I'm that. Like, people have told me, they're like, oh yeah, you're a Carrie. And I'm like, fuck you, I am not. But it's just a sign of the times, because people are doing, like, Cosmo quizzes of, like, what kind of potato dish are you? Right. I mash potatoes with turkey gravy. Um, no, I am fucking fried potatoes. Those, that is my favorite meal. Everyone keeps saying that, and I've never had a fried potato, (gasps) so I can't. I make the best fried potatoes. I will make you fried potatoes. God bless. Fried potatoes at the, um, exchange of, of significant others party. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. We'll see if I give him the shorts. I like Hasselback potatoes. You're gonna give me those I'm gonna shorts. come piss and shit in them and then not wash them and be like, oh. do you want these? My mother works at a dry cleaners. Shit. Well, they're past the point of dry cleaning. I'm sorry. They are torn up. <laughs> okay, we have to talk about the end of the episode because it... Yes. Since really it breaks your heart, I think you should bring it up. No. So, uh, I want to hear you guys. I want to know what you guys think because I... It, actually like really affected me so because i something similar to that has happened to me <gasps> really yeah mm-hmm. oh that's so sad you don't have to share if you don't want to but obviously i will share this the platform. because cool. fuck this guy fuck gary bradshaw yeah she's a monster how dare you be so unprofessional i fucking hate my new phone because it just decides that you know what being on silent isn't a thing that but i love your real wood case Thank you. <laughs> is it faux wood? It is so faux wood. God damn it. <laughs> Go to carved.com. That's carved. C-A-R-V-E-D.com. They don't pay us anything. But they make <laughs> Nobody pays us anything for anything. <laughs> they make gorgeous, like, solid wood Oh, nice. Cases. See, yeah. No, I like it because it's, like, rubber, so. Um, and, but yes. Okay, so I, at the end of this episode... Carrie decides, because Carrie gets broken up with, essentially, because Mm -hmm. she will not pee on him, and she's kind of a dick about it. And so he breaks up with her, and he's kind of a dick about it. Yes. He does, because he tells, once she kind of is like, I'm not into this whole water sports kind of thing, he's very much like, okay, cool. Oh, anyways, besides, uh, you know how you mentioned me in your sex column? The people running my campaign are like, ugh, don't associate yourself, don't associate yourself there. So I really don't think that we should be dating. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so she decides that the best course of action would be to write a column dragging him through the mud, thus ending his lame ass comptroller career. The, but still. The headline of the article is to pee or not to pee. Because although she doesn't reference him by name, despite everyone knowing who is she seeing at this moment in time, they kind of have an argument earlier where she's like, well, you're going to break up with me because I'm on a sex column. Like, 
you're the one who likes to piss on people. Shaming him, one. Yeah. Not even just not being like, oh, I'm not into it. She's shaming him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, but nobody knows about it. And so she puts his business out there for everyone to see and destroys his career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking and, monster. Yeah. And there's nothing in that episode. It ends without any sort of moral judgment on her part, without nope. anything. And it is utter fucking garbage. Well, the writers probably were like, oh, he was a piece of shit to her and tried to like get her to do things she was uncomfortable with so he gets his comeuppance. Yeah. And that's Which not what happened. Bullshit. He didn't. He didn't no. pressure her at all and he brought it up when they were happy, when they were good as a couple and that, like, especially in this climate where consent is so important, mm-hmm. he did it respectfully, he did it honestly and literally she's the one who fucked it up mm-hmm. well in the end of the episode actually if in my opinion flipped it to be where she wrote the article and then the last shot is him reading it looking mortified if it passed any moral judgment it passed it on him like mm-hmm. it it showed him like oh fuck i made I a mistake up. yeah mm-hmm. when he didn't yeah i don't he know didn't. that's he crazy was... to me the and way it... he handled the first part of it where she was like i'm not into it and he was like well we're gonna break up then that's the little bit of thing that he did negatively because he could have brought that at any other point. Something if like that. If the conversation had gone differently and she had said, I'm not comfortable, and then he broke up with her, absolutely. But yes, she did. But she did not. Yeah, that. no. Yeah. So it was absolute garbage and tries to make it seem like he was in the wrong and he's like, oh, I fucked up. No. Mm-hmm. You are the victim here. Yeah. Your 1% of being an asshole does not compare to her 17,000% of being a fucking monster. Mm-hmm. Well, and I don't know if you know, I don't know if we've talked about this or not, but I did not come out in high school. I was outed. <gasps> yeah, I know. Wow, gasp. That's fucked up. It's fucked up. Well, and it's fine. I mean, I'm fine. I'm clearly a gay male, so it would have happened sooner or later. But my first boyfriend, whose name shall never be mentioned again, even though I still talk to him sometimes. Fuck but, you, Randy. <laughs> oh, God. My stepdad? <laughs> no. Hot <laughs> um, <Lot> twist. <laughs> no, woo. No, um, he actually called my mother and told her that I was having unprotected sex with lots of different men, which I was only having unprotected sex with him, I think. Yeah, at that point, yeah. And it was just because... That's so fucked up. Because you lose... So, like, there's nothing wrong with being gay. There's absolutely nothing wrong with any sexual fantasy that you can have as long as you're safe and you're not hurting anyone else. You can hurt yourself if you want to. I don't care about that. Um, but there's nothing wrong with it. But on your own terms, you have have context, essentially, where you can say, this is me, and this is why, and this is how I handle it, and all of these things. When someone else says something about you out of context, it takes all of that away from you, and you no longer... It becomes something sorted somehow. Like, mm-hmm. the article about him peeing made him sound like a sexual deviant. I didn't read it. I would never read anything that Carrie Bradshaw wrote. But <laughs> it it wasn't a fantasy that he had that he was into that didn't hurt anybody and that was totally safe. And, you know, yeah. that was just something that he liked. It became this, like, thing that made him a monster. And I'm sure she spun it in a way of like, he forced it on her when that's, that's just not what happened. Yeah. And it's total, it is, it's garbage. Cause there's nothing wrong 
Like, even though that's not something that I personally am into, right. I'm not into it, yeah. but I understand that people are into it mm-hmm. and they can absolutely do it. Like, that's not, as long as no one is forcing me to do anything, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Well, and it just absolutely changes the narrative. So yeah. in your, or in a circumstance of coming out, you get explained, this is who I am. Yeah. This is what I'm doing. You take power over that. Mm-hmm. But if then someone tells or like comes out for you, if someone outs mm-hmm. you, the whole narrative has changed. Because then you're like, oh, you're a coward. You weren't going to come out. They own this power over you. And in this case, if Carrie released the article first, yeah. that's what everyone sees. So then if he tries to respond in any single way, even mm-hmm. if he's trying to be like, no, it's actually like a positive thing. I did not try to force it on her. Mm-hmm. Then it's him just trying to spin it. And then that's what mm-hmm. everyone's going to see like, oh, he's actually a monster, but he's trying to look good for his campaign. Well, and the- so then it changes the whole narrative, not just the sexual fantasy. It changes the whole narrative. Well, and it makes you a liar. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it made me a, a liar. Like I had been lying to everybody this whole time because I knew that I was gay and I obviously had a relationship with a man, but I didn't, I wasn't forthright with it. So I mean, but on one hand, it's no one's business. It is no one's business. Mm-hmm. Just the same as having a sexual That's fantasy right. is it's nobody's no business. business. Yeah. It's not it's not sorted because it's kept private. I mean, I've done a lot of things and I've been open with a lot of things, but there are things that I don't talk about. And that doesn't make them wrong. Yeah. But do I want somebody writing an article about them? No. Shit no. Mm-hmm. Maybe a novel. <laughs> Although my first book is going to be my autobiography and it's going to be called Derek Armstrong Slut, a memoir. You think you're that yes. interesting? I don't think that I am that interesting, but I do think that I'm a good writer and I could make myself sound more interesting. That's owning the narrative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was, um, I had a really, really good friend in high school and it, someone started this hideous rumor that he was gay and I went to bat for him. Mm-hmm. I went all over. I talked to people that I've never talked to before. Again, going back to my introvert status, like I don't like talking to people. Mm-hmm. I like went out and like fucking campaigns like he was running for class president or some shit. <laughs> like I was like, he's not gay. Fuck you guys for, for saying so. Like leave him the hell alone. He was totally gay. Like, yeah. and at the time I didn't know it, but I also knew that if he was what he had up against him mm-hmm. and that is why like so vehemently was like no leave him alone he's not gay fuck off find somebody else to pick on yeah. like this is bullshit what's well, the same kind of stigma in high school of like a girl losing her virginity mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. where it's like one, that's none of your business. Two, mm-hmm. she can literally do whatever she wants. She right? has full autonomy over her body. It doesn't matter. But it also, like, if she does do it, that is not permission for you to talk about it. Mm-hmm. At right. all. Exactly. Yeah, it's nobody's business. No. And if you choose to be open about it, that's super awesome that you can be open about it. If you choose to keep it to yourself, fuck You me, have that right. Fine. It's your fucking keep business. It to yeah. yeah. But then every single time someone tries to tell the details of it, it becomes a long game of telephone. Yes. yes. So details get mixed up. They get lost. Yeah. Things mm-hmm. People put their own spices onto the story. So it becomes this entirely different thing. Mm-hmm. So even if you trusted like one or two people with it and they told one or two people, they told mm-hmm. one or two people. Yeah, that's so, that's so much so why I wanted to do the Polly episodes with Jess is yeah. because when I like f- first became friends with everybody... It was always, like, little snippets here and there of little things and, like, how it went and how, you know, Joe took it. And I was just like, this is inconsistent. Mm -hmm. And no one's really giving her a platform to talk about polyamory. And we have a platform where we really should be talking about the one thing that Sex and the City does not cover, which is polyamory. 
And it turned into two beautiful episodes. And now it's out there. And if somebody tries to play a game of telephone, they can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Because there is... It's out there. The story's out there. She talked. Joe talked. Like, it's... She took control, back control of her own narrative. Mm-hmm. Well, it's and, so important to do that. Yeah. Especially with topics that are not widely understood by people, mm-hmm. I think. Because it's... I think when people don't understand things, they're very afraid of yeah. of those things, and they tend to pass judgment on them, and that's... It's just not how it is. It's never how you think it is in your, like, prism of your mind. It just is not that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there is. There's so much ignorance out there about everything because of stigmas. Mm-hmm. You know, like, even even the peeing thing. Like, it's absolutely a stigma in my mind because pee is not clean and it it's shouldn't go on you. It's actually very sterile. Yeah, it's really good to, like, face cleanser. I don't think that that's true. I, think um, that I read it in The right. Omen, and therefore <laughs> the, it's true. The Omen? The Omen. The book about the Antichrist? <laughs> yes. Oh. But one of the characters would do it because it would actually help clear the skin. I think, yes, if you have oily skin. Yeah. But if you have dry skin, it will super dry out your right. skin. And so that's pick not your good. So mm-hmm. that's all, you know. Well, just with any facial cleanser, you want to pick the one that's right for you and what your needs are. <laughs> I use shit. Even. Because <laughs> it moisturizes. Boom. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I probably do. <laughs> I mean, when you're eating ass and it just gets out of control, like. Oh. Ew. Yucky. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm glad that we watched this episode because it touched on a lot of stuff. Yeah, this was it. This is like our actually pretty diverse episode for Sex and the City. We're glad we had you here for it. We were trying to figure out like what episodes could like Derek talk about, knowing the things that we know about him. So we're like, just so he can play to like his strengths. You put a kink episode in there. Well, no, no. Essentially, what it became was like we're running out of time. So Uh, like, let's just get you in before you go. Yeah. It and it turned out really well regardless. So yeah. thank you yeah. so much for everything that you provided for us. Thank yeah. you guys for listening to so me much. talk about my sex life for an hour and a half. I could do this for six years. Yeah. I have enough material. <laughs> I love it. So Derek, where can the people find you? You are moving to LA, but online, everything. What do you, can... Oh wait, first of all, like you did our graphic. You do yeah, so you are graphic, graphic design. design. I do graphic design. And luckily for all of you guys, I'm very arrogant. So you can find me on my website, DerekWArmstrong.com. That's D-E-R-E-K-W Armstrong spelled how it fucking sounds. Dot <laughs> com. I literally had a woman on the phone today. I said Armstrong spelled how it sounds. And she was like, can you spell it? And I was like, arm. A-R-M. Strong. Strong. S-T-R-O-N-G. And she was like, oh, thanks. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh my god. What the fuck, woman? <laughs> Some people just no are not confident. You, if you're listening. Some people just are not confident. There's yeah, she skills. had no faith in herself being able to spell two one syllable words. No. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, uh, Derek W. Armstrong, or Instagram, Derek BMM, which does not stand for bottom, which is what everybody thinks it stands for. What does it stand for? It stands for Derek Boy Man Man, which is a superhero that I created when I was in seventh grade with That's my friend gorgeous. Sammy. That's so cute. Yeah, I fucking love it. It'll be my everything forever. It was just this guy who wanted to be a superhero, and his name was Derek, and he became Derek Boy Man Man, but he never really did anything well. Like, he was never <laughs> able to save anybody, but he just had the self-confidence to go out there and try. Oh my god, he's oh. the hero that we deserve! I have, I have the comic strip. It's really oh cute. God. It was published in my middle school newspaper. That's so great. You need to put yeah. it up on your website. 
<laughs> it's not that good. <laughs> but neither is the shit that's Can on you website. email us to so, us just so we can have it? Yeah, yeah of course. Thank you it. so yeah, much. I totally We're also going to add links, not to your comic if you don't want that spread out, no, but I links to <laughs> all of you online. Oh yeah. my God, thanks. I just love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So if you want to find Joe and I online, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at we swear on Chanel, or you can email us at I couldn't help a podcast at gmail.com. You can find me personally at Joe Daniel BB. I'm not going to say what the BB stands for. Bareback. No. Sorry. It's something just ridiculous. He's, he's looking at me like I just outed him. Like I just wrote it. No. It's out just something really came. ridiculous and it comes from a, it, it's an Are inside joke. fiving us? Yes. Okay. Where it's just nothing, but I'm still not going to tell you what it is. Okay. It just comes from an inside joke between me and a former friend that I don't talk to anymore. So I don't want to have them give that credit, but I still like it. You're just brave for having BB in your. <laughs> well, at the time that it was created, I didn't. Oh, that wasn't I it. didn't know anything it. about that's the fair. culture mm-hmm. of the homosexuals. Yeah. That's why I have FF in my grinder profile. I don't know. You don't know about fisting? No. Oh, yeah. no. What's the other F, F- for? It's yeah. just FF stands for fisting. Oh. oh. No, I don't know anything about this. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not into that either. I, would never... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, you're great. Yeah. Paige, where can we find you? I am on Instagram at Paige in Reno Land. Uh, it's Paige with an I because I'm not a piece of paper. I'm a person. <laughs> <laughs> she is three-dimensional, unlike every character on the She has her own exactly. agency. I have my own agency. You can find me on pageclarno.com. <laughs> You actually can, but it's nothing. I haven't updated it in forever, so please don't go. So you need to start updating it now that you get a new laptop. Yeah, <gasps> now that I have a new laptop, I'm on my game. I balanced my checkbook the other day. <gasps> it was great. It's the right check. Wow. No. <laughs> you should still have a fucking register, Joe Daniel. Yeah, no, I, have, I don't believe I in have anything. an Excel spreadsheet. It's You've like, seen my bank account. I don't need anything. I, I need have. to keep track of anything. That's true. That's <laughs> totally true. Um, I am at Paige Clarno on Twitter, but I literally never tweet, so you don't have to go on that either. Basically, just go to my Instagram. It's great. Boom. Perfect. Done. Love it. Thank you so much for all for listening. Hopefully you guys are sticking to New Year's resolutions, and if not, it's okay. God doesn't make winners for everybody. Um, <laughs> you can find rude. us next week. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. That's, that's how you know that he cares is when he makes fun of you. That's true. Just ask my sister. We literally bully her nonstop. I made her cry on Christmas. Oh. It wasn't my fault. It was my brother's fault, but I just let it, I let, let it her know what my brother had said instead of keeping it to myself and just having the good I, You were honest and forthright with her. Have we not been talking about how that's the best thing to do? There you go. There you go. My mom told me I had a big nose because I called her out. Because <gasps> my mom was the, what, the root that's of the problem. And then I told my sister and my mom just looked at me because she was angry. She's like, big nose. And I was like, mom. So anytime I tried to deflect when someone attacks me, you know I get it from my mom. Okay, deal. Got deal. It. Perfect. Thank Thanks, you so much. Mama. And as always... Always wear a cock. Oh, fuck oh come on. You <laughs> fucked it up. All right. And remember... Always, always wear a condom. Bye. Oh, that's the sign-off? Yeah, it's totally the sign-off. It's oh, not I stopping. I don't it's not... Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Why am I terrible? Prerequisite for being on here that we... No, stop. It's not stopping. <laughs>